0: Highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I am Reba Haas of Team Reba REMAX Metro Eastside.
2: And I'm Eric Ostness from Home Street Bank.
1: Yeah, who was almost tardy today. Was yes. that from one of those accidents on the uh, highway?
2: I would like to thank the fine drivers of the city of Seattle. <laughs> You know, for helping me get here on time. And lose a few more hairs. You know, I, I got to tell you, I, I, a couple years ago, I, I um, actually drove a car cross-country. I drove from mm-hmm. Virginia to Seattle. Yeah. I didn't encounter a single person camped in the left lane, you know, or, or driving 58 miles an hour yeah. to maximize their fuel efficiency. <laughs> Literally. from You're
1: back to the Prius drivers, are you? From <laughs>
2: Virginia until I hit... Issaquah and then it all fell apart <laughs> so I can honestly say I've driven across the entire country and yes we do have the worst drivers in the nation I'm convinced of that
1: did that did that take you through California though too because that's kind of
2: California a... they they drive they drive fast they drive everybody well, they got to yeah, get somewhere true. they know well, what they're, they're driving doing.
1: fast until they're in
2: gridlock right they know what they're doing though and and here true. we don't you know, I I I, I kind of joke facetiously with my kids. You know, when they're learning how to drive, I go now under all circumstances, never ever ever miss your exit. You know, <laughs> if you think you're going to miss your exit, slam on your brakes and come to a complete stop <laughs> until you can figure out you know where it is you need to go. That's exactly what the I'm sorry to say Prius oh, did. Gosh. You know, on I five here. You know, f- you know, a few minutes ago. So, well,
1: I I was concerned. I actually had interviews I was doing today and one of them was at my broker's office. And I stopped at Costco to get gas. Oh man, what a mistake. I tried to get back up to um the West Seattle Bridge. Yeah. And it was so jam-packed. There was a horrible like in fact they actually had um fire trucks and I I guess there's one actually called Heavy incident or
2: something like that. Oh, sure, the incident response. Yeah, 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 yeah it's like yeah. heavy
1: incident, meaning well. really bad accident. So it looked, it looked pretty. I, in fact, there was an open air like jeep. I was a little concerned because oh, you boy. know sometimes yeah. people they yeah, could be in still a, go, don't
2: don't don't yeah, always end and I well. really
1: hope they didn't have a dog. Oh. in that vehicle. With, <laughs> oh, no, man. seriously, because most people don't think to put no. seatbelts on their dogs. Or yeah, right. Because I had a harness you know, for my around. dog. Yeah. yeah, and of course with my car being. Um, you know it's it's open air because I'm a convertible, right? If I have the top down and I've got Rusty in the car, you know, I want to have his harness on because that's well, just a safety thing. you
2: know my 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 whole goal with talking about traffic on on the radio is that I want traffic to be better. You know, and mm-hmm. and I would like to actually appoint myself as maybe the traffic czar, you know, <laughs> maybe or myself and my brother. Um, oh because my god, even, between, even
1: worse if Lance. Yeah, we, is involved. we have some
2: good ideas, and um, and so actually, I'm going to give credit to my brother's uh, idea. When oh no. um, uh, uh, you know, when someone is sort of caught doing something, you know, hideously stupid yeah. on the highway, um, it, we should be required that their phone number be put stenciled on the side three sides of their car in about 18 inch high letters that way you know other drivers if they do something else stupid could give them constructive criticism you know or some tips you know maybe ideas on how they safe could do better while
1: anybody is driving it's not no, safe for anybody although you know my husband's truck does have his phone number in like big 18 inch letters well, because he's a business yeah
2: does he get calls
1: You know, he actually does. It's a little frightening. You know, he's gotten phone calls while on 405, stuck in traffic. And you know who, of course, has been the people calling him? Hmm. Real estate agents. Oh, there
2: you go. They're well, in sure. their
1: cars in the lane next well, to us. Of them. course, I've
2: I've seen you on the road also. I, I know exactly how you oh, yeah, guys you, roll. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's either that or, or maybe the flashing strobe light on the roof of the bad driver. You know,
1: <laughs> there, that would be yeah, a better way. Everybody knows. Okay,
2: we got somebody here. We need to watch uh, out. That for.
1: would be the thing. Yeah, who to look yeah, out for? I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, I'm but a fan but, of that. but
2: when you're driving around and 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 you see, you see a twenty car backup in the left lane, and then you see miles of open road in front of you. (laughs) Uh, Take a look at the driver when you go by. Now, I'm not saying make gestures at the driver or anything like that. Just take a Uh look at them. I don't know. Over the years, I've compiled a sort of a a mental register of what they look like. And and, uh, I don't care color, gender, none of Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. What matters is driving position. And if you look at their driving position... Hands up on the wheel, ten and two. Elbows touching the bottom of the steering wheel. Head. Moved Why would sp- their
1: elbows be touching
2: the bottom I'm, of the steering wheel? I'm just saying. Just look. Face as close to the front windshield as you can possibly get. You know, which which I apparently, if you're closer to the action, you're you're going to see it better <laughs> or something. Uh, also, effectively eliminates the use of the rear view mirror. You can't even see the mirror because your head is so far forward, or the side mirrors. So that also creates uh, tunnel vision. You know, this person has absolutely no idea what's to the left of them, to the right of them, or behind them, marginally what's in front of them. And that's it. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but I'm just saying if if you if maybe we can you have some listeners call in and, and kind of today
1: on give us, this topic give oh us my their gosh. own thoughts
2: on it. But um, yeah. but, but actually if you yeah, if you the, have
1: thoughts on how to better the traffic around here that don't necessarily just slam Prius drivers feel free you. to call us. I'm here for you. Yes, I, I really am. Yeah, you yeah. can call us at eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred with your comments about the local, local show. traffic yes. and driver activity well, and vehicles. I you mean, know, I mean, knock yourself are out. out. And,
2: hey, we're in real estate. People are buying homes and and yeah, part of it, and they're and, worried about their commute. They are, of
1: course. They are. they are, yeah, of course. I was talking a lot about that this weekend when I was doing a home inspection I, for a
2: client. I think I should inv- invent an app. I'll have the number of Priuses in every neighborhood. You know, we can oh, actually categor- <laughs> categorize. That out. Oh, man, so, so you'll know, and uh, that might you know,
1: actually be handy. I do have yeah. quite a few in my neighborhood.
2: Well, maybe <laughs> we, we could have a, a, a BDI, bad driver index, you know, for each neighborhood, oh, something like that. Because there are, I'm, I'm telling you, there are neighborhoods where it is, oh, yes. off the charts, and there are other neighborhoods where it's, it's quite good. Uh, but, but there's somewhere, you know, the random. Well, you know, it used
1: to be Ballard. Was that?
2: Oh, I grew up I, I know. know I grew up I in the know. area and I, that's why they used to make fun of them on almost life you know but we, yeah and they all drove dodge darts yes and so yeah no I absolutely had the
1: seatbelt hanging out the door the left oh, turn yeah. signal on oh, yeah. taking up the middle of the lane oh one of, yeah
2: one of my best friends owned a gas station in Ballard uh deep in in Ballard and uh you know in high school we used to hang mm-hmm. out there Oh my gosh, the stories, you know. Yeah. But, uh, the you know, I
1: was auditing are... one of our last shows and you were talking about him on a previous show where mm. you I think mm-hmm. this was kind of a similar <laughs> rant you were having. Could have been. And you mentioned something about um Norwegians being frugal and the number of vehicles that came in with no brakes that would bump the back. Oh wall. literally. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah was that yeah. the story you were just yeah. about to tell? Yeah. This car is, <laughs>
2: no, no, I was actually going in a whole different direction on oh, that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, when uh, we were helping um, my friend remodel the bathroom in his in his uh, gas uh, station. Uh-huh. And we actually pulled the toilet out and put it in an engine bay to um, work on the, the bathroom. Let's just say that someone used it.
1: <laughs> you know, that's been an issue even in Ikea. <laughs> or Home Depot's, oh, yeah, work. they'll try and put signs up like "please do not use," yeah, but children is, don't always notice that.
2: Yeah, this so, wasn't or a they trial. can't read. Yeah, this, you
1: know. But there this, you go. Okay, I, I want to get yeah. off this topic really fast right no now. Could we please not keep going down this direction? Because <laughs> what I would like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Just briefly before we get into other stuff. I have a feeling we'll do the market update and whatnot in sure. the next session. Cause we don't have, we don't have a guest on the show today. Right. So we have time to talk about whatever yeah, we feel like. We can entertain like.
2: ourselves this, this We week. can,
1: we can entertain ourselves and hopefully also our listeners. Yeah. But I want to bring up something that's coming up this weekend and not just seafare. Mm-hmm. Cause we'll talk about that Lots too. Lots going on. Lots going on this weekend. This is always one of the busiest weekends because there's things, you know, concerts going on. There's Seafair going on. But. For anyone who knows me and who knows that I am a huge animal fan, it is Catapalooza Weekend.
2: Oh, no. No, not
1: oh, no. It's only oh, no, because they have to have these kinds of weekends. Because I want to put it out there, get your pets altered. Spay and neuter is such an important thing. And when they aren't spayed and neutered, then things like this have to happen because there's too many kitties Mm -hmm. for not enough homes. Right. And so this weekend, August 6th and 7th, it's the Seattle Humane Society's Catapalooza weekend and it's their big cat adoption extravaganza of the year. So this is the 11th annual. And they're going to be celebrating cats, and they're going to have all these uh, wonderful uh, discounts. So the fees are going to be waived on all adult cats all weekend long. And the first 25 kitten adoptions each day will be waived also.
2: Because
1: most people tend to go for the little kittens. But I'll tell you what, if you if you value your curtains, you probably don't want to get a kitten, but because they love to run up those things. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. They're all about the drapes, but um, they are going to have uh, all kinds of wonderful things happening with that weekend. And really part of the reason they have to do that in the 25 kittens waved at the beginning is because this is when lots of litters are coming out. Of
2: course. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And a cat that's only a year old, I mean, if they're in the right kind of household and they're given the right kind of love and protection, my my oldest cat that I ever had, Maury, and he came from the Seattle Humane Society, he lived to 24 years old
2: yeah that was an old cat yes
1: you've met him he was an awesome awesome kitty i miss him every day but he came to me when he was eight years old had the best personality you could possibly imagine i mean like he won over people who didn't like cats like you don't Mm. even necessarily you had a cat and you don't really even love the cat that much he's all right he's all right i mean he's nice but
2: yeah
1: maury had huge personality Mm. because remember Mm -hmm. when i had his 24th birthday party we actually had a party for this cat and 30 people showed up to my house to help celebrate this cat that was just ancient and man he worked the room
2: oh sure he was an
1: orange tabby he looked just like Morris the cat and I guess that's who his prior owner named him after being Maury instead of Morris and he was just like he was strutting around the room looking at everyone like hey how you doing thanks for coming good to see you here drinks over this way let me know if you need anything get up on people's laps give them hugs and kisses I mean it was just he's just the best cat ever and the kitties i have now even though they're nice and i helped rescue them uh they get a little more skittish
2: mm-hmm. someone sure, else sure. comes around
1: and they run yeah. for the door yeah, they're right not
2: quite as outgoing as maury
1: not nearly as much but some people got to get, see uh, some of the fun photos though i had a fat boy with him in his job of the cat pose <laughs> with uh princess Leia photoshopped in for effect so if anyone wants to see that i'll make sure i get that up on the blog later on
2: Or talk about traffic, stay tuned and call us 866-712-1300.
0: If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. now back to open house with team reba
2: welcome back to open house with team reba i'm eric Osnes with home street bank
1: and i'm reba Haas with team reba
2: and every week we are here tuesday at three o'clock to talk about real estate finance and traffic <laughs> anything else we can kind of come <laughs> up with anything that eric yeah. feels like ranting about <laughs>
1: that's right
2: <laughs> That's right. And
1: nice causes that I like to talk about. That's right. I like to talk about helping people. We help veterans, you know, because not only have we done uh, sponsorship of the Puget Sound Honor Flight, but I'm also a donor to Wounded Warrior Project.
2: Yes. And we help
1: the animals with Seattle Humane Society. That's right. And then we also work with uh, Treehouse. We work, regularly with foster kids.
2: We're working with education.
1: Yeah, we work with education we're all the time.
2: with lots and lots of first-time homebuyers. We're working, mm-hmm. um, I, I know I do a, a bunch of work for Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, uh, yeah. So We're, be we're working also a, uh,
1: supporting uh, Children's Miracle Network, which supports uh, Children's Hospital.
2: That's locally. right. And we're going to be working on an upcoming uh, new teacher breakfast also. Yes. Anyway. So,
1: yeah. Yes. Um sponsoring a table mm-hmm. for the Renton Teachers celebration coming up. Right. So that's going to be pretty exciting here later this month. They got two hundred or over two hundred new teachers yeah. coming into the district. Big, big. Oh my gosh. And they still usually even when they have that many, they still haven't filled every position. Right. So most of the time when I talk with the educators, because I'm on the um, in fact actually next week is our monthly Education committee for the Renton Chamber, and every time we have someone come in from the Renton School District, they're always saying we're still filling positions, still oh. filling positions. So yeah. if you know anybody out there who's an educator and they're looking for for a great place to land, you know, there I know they're go. for sure over there, probably el- elsewhere as well. But that's just what I happen to know mm. about intimately.
2: Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse well, me. Good. Well, that's okay. Actually, yeah. <laughs>
1: if people do want to sponsor a teacher, I will say for that event at the Renton Chamber. Mm-hmm. It's not at the chamber. They're doing it at Renton Technical College because they also qualify in the the same grouping. But um, it's twenty five dollars to sponsor a to teacher sponsor for a teacher. Yep. Mm-hmm. or you $25. can also
2: you know, or if you have things to donate, um, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, school supplies, things like that. Yes, Always, yeah. always uh, welcome. Yes,
1: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I can, I can
2: say that universally, really, for any school or any oh, school district. They anywhere. Need, backpacks pencils mm-hmm. you know paper notebooks yeah. you name it uh, anything you know, the kids need it. for different
1: mm-hmm. levels of learning absolutely they
2: that's do right. that's right so i know of a lot of teachers that are actually buying that sort of thing out of their own pocket for their their yep. students you know where, where there's some that, that can't afford it yeah so it's always good to good yeah to anyway that we can anyway. take
1: that off of their backs because that shouldn't just be them and we need to you know I'll get a little slightly political here we need to fund our schools fully which we know that that argument's been going on with the olympia for quite a while but um hopefully we can get there someday and we won't have to do as much of the the request for that but in the meantime support your public educators and the school children who go and spend their days there there
2: you go yes an yeah. a- educated
1: population them. is one that can Make sure you have a good local economy, and that also helps the uh, housing industry.
2: It it all flows towards that. And I know, um, you know, what's the one of the questions that we always get asked? You know, people are buying a home. It's like, Mm -hmm. what are the schools like? Yep. And uh, even if you don't have kids in the school, you still want to know what what are the schools like because yeah, you're right, that's an influence absolutely. on the neighborhood.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I I don't have kids, but I care yeah. very much about what the public schools are doing.
2: My kids were uh, went to um, public public school, but we live in an area down down by Berry and Normandy Park and the elementary school there is called Mar Vista. It's one of the highest rated public schools in the state. Why? It's, I don't know why. It's it's because it's in a it's in a school district that has up to seventy six different native languages spoken, some of the highest free and reduced lunch ratios, high poverty rates. But that particular neighborhood is fairly affluent. I, I will admit. But as teacher, it's, it's excuse me, it's parent involvement. Oh you know, yeah, those, those parents, I'm a hundred percent behind that. You know, the support uh, that that school receives from the parents, the support in the classrooms, the volunteer efforts. All of that um, make a make a huge difference and so I don't really think it matters where the schools at if you've got a good good high uh, percentage of parent involvement you can you can have any school be successful absolutely so it makes a big difference yep so very much in agreement yep so well since we are still on the topic of education yeah should we talk about our class coming up yes shall we okay September yes. 17th, Saturday, September mm-hmm. 17th. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Correct. And it's going to be down in the South Center area at mm-hmm. the Home Street Mortgage Office, which is about two blocks from South Center mm-hmm. Mall. This yeah. is the official first-time home buyer certified class. Mm-hmm. This is something that Reba and I teach. We volunteer for the Washington State Housing Finance Commission mm-hmm. and uh, anyone that wants to take advantage of some of the first-time homebuyer programs out there, or zero-down programs, or special tax credits, has to take this class uh, to be eligible for those programs. Now, we're not the only ones that teach it, no, uh, but we're just mo- we most just fun. The most fun, that's right, and we're the uh, best at it. That's right. The class is uh, it's free. It's packed with information. Lots of stuff to take home with you even because we can't even cover it all in in the amount of time that we have uh there's food provided and uh the space though is limited so if you're interested yes. in signing up for the class uh why don't you um you can uh, you can tweet us at team reba you can email info at teamreba.com yeah. that's kind of the best one so just drop us an email info At Mm TeamReba.com, and uh, and sign up for it. If you have uh, you know family, friends, kids that are uh, in that first-time homebuyer realm, and really want to get some good you know kind of no-fluff education on Mm -hmm. on um, how this process works, and and really some tools to make you a better buyer, uh, more educated at picking out loans and shopping for homes and shopping for all of that. Yeah, you Uh, got to be
1: educated on your APR. That's right.
2: We want your DTI and your LTV and your APR to be, you know, right in there. A okay. A okay, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. So we'll we'll teach all about that. And uh, and uh, you know, our our um, our customers and clients that have taken the class in the past. Um, have have all been super, you know, super favorable about the about the. Class, oh yeah. You know, and well, in,
1: one of the things they always say about it is that it's not just about. Home buying, because we no. we talk a lot about credit and budgeting, mm-hmm. and many of them just say that it's one of the best things overall for just planning in life. That's right. Because some of the things, you know, the details that we give out about credit reports, they don't oh, realize yeah. the major impact it has on right. so many aspects of your life. And
2: this is information that's not readily available. No. And, and so we, we actually go through what makes up your credit score, and and all the components of it, because it's just not about how you pay your bills. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. of course, important, right. but it's not everything. And so there's things that you can do.
1: And things you cannot do. And you cannot do.
2: <laughs> you know, to, um, Sometimes maximize. that's just as important. That's absolutely right, to maximize your credit score. And and uh, and so and it's just so important. It's not just for, for getting out a loan where the credit really matters. It uh, affects insurance. It can affect employment. Uh, it, yes, can it can all kinds of things. So really, really important to sort of know that, know well, that information. Your
1: credit score can impact not just employment, but even, even if you're not buying a home, it will impact whether or not you can even rent mm-hmm. a home. Sure. Of course. If someone's coming out of high school and they mm-hmm. don't, manage their money well or they don't know about how to build credit they could have a much harder time we have a really tough rental market here Mm -hmm. and even just that part like i've had um, some families that i've worked with lots of transactions over the last 13 years they make a point of sending family members to these classes that i do and have done with you that's right um because they see it as a key component of their overall life education. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not ready to buy a house right now, they're like, man, they really need to learn all that stuff about credit. They really need to understand what's going on. Even if they're not buying right away, they can be making better conscious choices so that their life is more manageable.
2: Well, we've had had clients in there, well, who have who have just graduated from college uh, mm-hmm. and they're they're maybe a few years out from being ready to buy mm-hmm. and uh, they've come in and taken the class and exactly for that reason now they can help they can plan yeah. they can be prepared yeah and, and really sort of know what to do to maximize their credit
1: yeah so. my tenants are still working on um paying off some student debt mm-hmm. because they came out of, uh, architecture school with one of them having no debt and one having about 70,000 yep. of um, student debt. Yep. Yep. And they've been being very methodical about it. I mean, they're that's, wonderful, that's nice. good planners. And, uh, I was just telling her the other day that we had, you know, they, they get all of our emails and flyers and all the other stuff that we do. Um, cause we count them as, you know, someone who we're cultivating and, sure. and providing education to as well. And she says, yeah, we might, come to one of your classes soon for that and I said, Well we have this one coming up September seventeenth. There you go. She's like, Well we're still paying down. I'm like
2: certificate's
1: good for two years. Yeah. So, you know, even if it's somewhere within that two year period, it's worth it for them to go ahead and come because they might learn something in that class that is even more valuable over that two year period.
2: That's right. That could
1: really either help them jump start things, maybe sooner than they think they could. um, or it could just you know, help them in other areas of their life too. So I'm I'm a big fan of of people learning this information. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So if you got friends, family members, colleagues, coworkers, that kind of thing. Send them the info. We're going to have it posted on the blog. We've actually got it on the blog on TeamReba.com slash blog. Mm -hmm. It's already posted there. We're putting it on the Team Reba Facebook page, so you'll find it there. We've been sharing it out on Twitter as well. So if anyone has any questions on it or wants to go ahead and start signing up, Info at teamreba.com.
2: Good time to do it. Yeah, yep, and I there. love that
1: little sound effect that came along with it. Da-da-dun. Thank you. A, yeah,
2: yeah. Isn't
1: that usually you well, giving me a hard time about the laptop going off a during the multi, show? T-
2: multitasking. While yeah.
1: Look like. at you with your little reminder notice. <laughs> <laughs> what did you forget to do? <laughs> Turn off the speaker.
2: <laughs> That's actually that is a rate lock warning.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then maybe we should turn
2: it on over to rates. Well, sure. Yeah, because I'm getting warnings. <laughs> yes, you are. Let's so, t- let's let's yeah. hear about it. Actually, we're we're doing okay with with rates. It's been bouncing around quite a bit this this uh, this last week and um and so uh, there's uh, a few different things going on and of course uh, the the main thing that drives mortgage rates is the bond market the main mm-hmm. thing that drives the bond market is fear fear yeah fear of everything you know yep. fear of inflation mostly be afraid be afraid yeah, yeah. so you know bad news is good and uh, yeah, at least for interest rates so um uh, earlier this week, um, one of the Federal Reserve Bank uh, chairmen, uh, the the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas, Robert Kaplan, came out and said eh, well, there could be a rate increase in September. Oh, really? And uh, and so this is um, you know f- happens frequently with with the Fed governors. One will say one thing and then one will contradict it. Uh, but are but, they like the Three Stooges? There's the twelve. <laughs> there's 12 <laughs> of them. So so there's uh, I, there's four sets of them. Yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> whether they're Stooges or not, because uh, I don't know, you know, who knows. But, um, but anyway, uh, they're, they're watching the economy. You know, the first quarter in, in our economy was pretty pathetic. And, and, mm-hmm. and so things have picked up a little bit since then, but still um, not necessarily, you know, barreling along like, like we'd certainly hope for. Okay. Um, but um, a few things are going to be impacting that, including Brexit. So maybe All when we right. come
0: back from the break, we we'll get the Brexit update.
1: Here on Open House with Team Reba
0: got a question call it in 866-712-1300 now back to open house with team reba
1: welcome back to open house with team reba i am reba Hass of team reba
2: and eric austin is here from home street bank
1: yes we are back and i know we were talking about Rates. Yeah. We're going to get into some other stuff later about Seafair, but uh, you were talking about Brexit?
2: Right, right. Yeah, the Brexit. The, what happened? You know, the Brexit, it's not, that's not just like
1: a breakfast cereal. It's, <laughs> well, do course, you want to say real quick for anyone who doesn't know what Brexit sure, is?
2: No, everyone. Uh, you know, Brexit was the uh, the U- UK's vote to exit the European Union. And nobody expected that that uh, the voters would vote in favor of leaving the European Union, but the, the vote was. Resoundingly, you know, in that in that direction. So, well, you know, not resoundingly. I mean, there's se- almost seventy percent, right? But it
1: depends on where you're talking, though, because if you were talking to folks in Scotland, they're kind of like, oh, right, what right. in
2: the world?" Right. Well, <laughs> that's the joke, you know, that uh, a Scotsman and Irishman and an Englishman go into pub. You know, the Englishman wants to leave, so they all have to leave. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, I was watching John Oliver. He has that show on Sundays on uh, HBO, mm-hmm. and uh, he was saying something about. um elements of brexit being just you know kind of this what the heck were you thinking and the scottish mm-hmm. were just you know besides themselves over this whole thing just couldn't he was saying uh, what was it Oh, that the name United Kingdom is almost a joke amongst.
2: Right. <laughs> in well, and of
1: itself. It's
2: having like, lived we're not over united there at all the, anymore. And, you know, <laughs> I used to, I, having lived over there, I can tell you that, you know, you could feel that same way about each county. You know, yeah. Over there. True. So, um, but but what happened with Brexit is immediately after that vote, it was a shock, you know, that, that mm-hmm. it went the way it went. And so immediately there was flight to quality, flight to safety investing. And, and, um, you know, investors started um, buying our bonds. You know, as a safe place to go, on that you know, supply and demand. So more mm-hmm. people buying our bonds, it actually reduces the interest rate. So that was a, a huge boost, you know, for interest rates. And and actually, the there was um, an article out, um, you know, just uh, today called the Brexit effect on refinances and uh, and auto loans as well. Uh, that um, but mostly with with mortgages. Uh, just this Brexit vote you know, and the, mm-hmm. and the impact it had on our bond market added about 1.3 million borrowers to the pool of borrowers eligible to refinance or, or, or basically ones that oh, wow. benefit okay. from refinancing right now, up to about 8.7 million of you out there who should be refinancing because rates have dropped so low. And, uh, and and kind of the the magic mark, you know, if if you think about that right now, is if you have an interest rate that's somewhere above about four point two five percent, it's definitely worth running the numbers on, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, we've yeah, we have we've had a we've had especially a really good... if you're going to be in your house for a while. Absol- absolutely, absolutely. A few more things happening with with rates as well. So well, hold uh, on before you jump yeah. into that.
1: Could you give people basically the formula that you just need to figure out to see if it makes sense to do something like that too?
2: Well, I mean, I think every, every situation's a little bit different depending on how long you plan on keeping your home mm-hmm. um, and, and what sort of a term you have on it. So everybody has a different purpose, or if you want to pull equity out to consolidate things or, or use funds for other things. But basically, um, with a kind of a standard refinance analysis, I always look at what's the difference in the monthly payment, in other words, how much can mm-hmm. we save off of your monthly payment, divided by what's the cost for doing it. Now, with most refinances, you know the cost of the refinance can be rolled into the loan, or or you can also play around with the interest rate. So there are no costs even, you know, and nothing's for free. So if you have a no cost refinance out there, I don't care what the the advertisements say, you're going to be paying a higher interest rate than if you paid costs to get a refinance. But basically, I look at the break even. How mm-hmm. many months would it take to recoup the closing costs through the lower payment you get with that refinance? And then you kind of compare that to how long do you plan on keeping the home? As a general rule, I I, I like to see a break even period of of a year, maybe eighteen months at the most, you know, and and that can can really make sense. Meaning that it'll take you a year or so to, or hopefully less, to recoup the closing costs you had to pay to get that loan. And if that's the case, then yeah, it, it absolutely makes sense, you know, to take a look at that. So, lots of uh, other you know factors that can go into that. A lot of folks are liking to shorten the term of their loan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 20 years is a, a really good option, a 15 year is a good option, a right. 10 year is a good option. So, Yeah, um, and
1: and it always goes back to the point that you have of what is your long-term goal mm-hmm. with right. the property. If it's got, if it's a short-term goal, chances are probably pretty good that that's not going to
2: be the right thing. That's right, unless you're managing it for cash flow. So right. if you don't plan on keeping the home for right. very long, but you just want a lower monthly payment, uh, mm-hmm. then then absolutely, you know that can make very good sense. The other thing that we're seeing a lot of right now is removing PMI, removing mortgage yes. insurance from loans, because home yes. values have gone up. I'm working with a customer right now. They bought a mm-hmm. home literally one year ago. It closed August 5th, I think, of last mm-hmm. year. And, uh, you know, they, they paid 460000 for this home. Mm-hmm. It's up in Mill Creek. Okay. Uh, we just reappraised the home. Uh, it just appraised uh, at 500000 So just in, in that nice. short period of time, we've got $40,000 increase in mm-hmm. equity yeah. uh, in that home. And when they purchased it originally, they had PMI on the loan. So, the odds are I'm going to be able to get rid of that at this point.
1: That's fantastic. Because the PMI doesn't benefit anybody other than the the PMI company. Right, exactly. The PMI (laughs) company and the bank should something happen.
2: Sure, sure. All all PMI does is if a person ever defaults on the loan, Mm -hmm. it it pays a, 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 a premium to the bank to offset. Some of the loss the bank's going to take.
1: Right. And if anyone ever wants to know more about that, they can go on to the blog Mm -hmm. because uh, Sherry Spies, right, Uh, from one of the mortgage insurance. Mm
2: -hmm. Radian.
1: Yes, Radian, was on our show Mm -hmm. last fall, I think it was. That's right. And did a wonderful job of talking about it and what it is and why people have it. So if you want to learn more, we do have past shows. Yes. That get into those details, and,
2: yeah. And, and or you can um, contact us. To um, Eric is my banker. You mm-hmm. can tweet me or email me, Eric at ericismybanker.com. Uh, Sherry's delightful. I've got lots of her information. She
1: is delightful, and we also got to do the hashtag Dead Sexy with her. There
2: you go, <laughs> Ingram High School graduate. Yeah. So there you go.
1: Yeah, she still laughs about the fact Dead Sexy and PMI
2: were put into the same sentence. <laughs> we had her. We had her down. <laughs> So, anyway, on rates, um, we think that um, the Bank of England may cut rates later this week. And this morning, Australia. England's also all over the news. What in yeah, the world? It's this whole Brexit thing. And uh, are they
1: trying to take away from Donald well, Trump or something? Or what? No,
2: no, no. They're they're <laughs> trying to keep things, uh, you know, calm there. So okay, uh, you know, so with with the Bank of England, the kind of their proposed rate cut. This will be the first time in in a while that that they've. Um, uh, you know looked at um, uh, reducing rates I believe the first time in about seven years and this morning Australia cut their rate also okay you know? so if you want to um, borrow money overnight and you happen to be a bank in Australia your interest rate will be 1.75 percent so not too shabby so the fact that that other central banks throughout the world are cutting their rates is another sort of good sign for our mortgage rates so today 30year conventional fixed rate mortgage, uh, we're we're averaging nationally 3.39%. Uh, 15-year fixed rate, we're averaging 2.73%. FHA loans still hovering around 3.25%. And jumbo, 30-year fixed rate loans, jumbo meaning uh, in our local area, any loan amount above 500 s- $540,500 $540, dollars. Five four zero five zero. I
1: never understand why they can't come up with like an even number. Why do they always have to do that? It's always like four
2: seventeen or five hundred five. It's a hundred and twenty percent of the median sales price, and it's based on um, and not rounded up. Not, not okay. no, no, no. They, they, you no. Know, there's no rounding going on there. And <laughs> uh, yeah, these uh, loan limits are, are they're different for every county. So five hundred forty thousand five hundred is good for King, Pierce, and Snohomish counties. Uh, if you get outside of those counties, it's going to vary a little bit. Four hundred and seventeen thousand on up, on up to that that higher number. So uh, those numbers change every year on Black Friday. So they always announce the Friday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. Another useful piece of trivia from a banker geek. So uh, that's your <laughs> your rundown on. on uh, we need
1: we need sound effects around your stuff so it doesn't sound so dull. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not sure. How am I going to make uh, numbers sound... Well, I'll, i got to say, you know... Uh, a little point, whistle sounds? A 3.5% mm-hmm. <laughs> conventional mortgage is dead sexy. You know, I I'm just going to Right out with it that. is
1: kind of dead sexy, actually. Yeah. As someone who also is really fiscally conservative and like saving money, three and a half percent is a pretty darn good rate. Kind
0: of hard <laughs> I would to argue with that, that. Right? exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's funny. The older you get, how more sexy things like that become. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No kidding. You know?
1: I'm sure yeah. a lot of twenty year olds are like. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, when huh? your first house was at nine percent, yeah, three and a half looks pretty fantastic. Eleven thank and a half much. for me. Thank you very <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, right,
2: that's right. You know, it 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 certainly makes a difference. So yeah, so we're looking good good with the rates. Good right now. Well,
1: let's talk about how wonderful those rates are for making these homes affordable. Because uh we've gotten through half of the year, and I pulled some stats. From the MLS, yeah. our local multiple listing service, also known as the Northwest multiple listing service. Mm-hmm. And um, just wanted to give uh, some details to folks out there just to give them an idea of what's going on in different market areas, right? Because uh, we've talked about it a little bit here and there, and I've given some, you know, average and median prices on occasion, but I figured since half the year is over, um, you know, they do, these always lag behind because they have to, you know, collect all the data and get it put in the fancy little charts and whatnot. But I figured we'd hit a few market areas around here and just give people an idea of what's happening. So for those folks in the Ballard area, uh, basically we're going to look at North Seattle, north of the Ship Canal Bridge, from Ballard over to Wallingford. Basically, think of it as water over to I-5, and from the Ship Canal Bridge, up to 145th Street. That's one of the largest market areas for King County. And what's been happening there in terms of the number of units, you know, we keep talking about the shortage of inventory. Well, in 2015, in the month of June, 291 units sold. This year, 272. So it it doesn't seem like that's huge, but it's still close to 10% down from Mm -hmm. the numbers, Right. right? Yeah, And... Same thing with the price. Well, the, the reverse happens, of course, when those numbers are really tight. What we've got is the prices go up. So in Ballard, June of 2015, the average sale price, and this is counting residences and condos. Okay, so mm-hmm. these numbers are even a little artificially low for right, houses. Right. Last year, the average in June was 586961 This year is 650158 That's a significant increase. Holy cow. Yeah, absolutely significant. And those um, between each year was only 12 days on market. So we've got more of these that we're going to cover when we get back from Open House with Team Reba. Call us with questions, 866-712-1300.
0: Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now back to Open House with team Reba
2: welcome back to Open House with team reba i 'm Eric Casas from home street bank and i 'm Reba Hass of team Reba where every week we talk about real estate and finance
1: mm-hmm. doesn 't that
2: sound exciting
1: It does to me but that 's because that 's my life
2: <laughs> I love right. it well everybody, I enjoy it. I every... try and
1: get other people excited about it,
2: it well we you know it 's funny though because if you 're ever in a gathering of things people say, "Well what do you do for a living and, and mm-hmm. uh, me I say. You know, I'm a shepherd.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a shepherd.
2: (laughs) I shepherd people through the, you know, smacking people with your
1: staff. Is that what you're saying?
2: (laughs) Through the dangers here, follow me. I'll get you through this mortgage process. No, 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 Uh, no. It's it's uh, everybody always. Yeah. What they don't
1: see is that staff on the other side with the underwriters and everyone else. It is smacking people along. Where's the appraiser smack?
2: Exactly. That's right. That's right. I've what do you
1: got, mean we have another condition?
2: <laughs> I have a cartoon in my in my office and it's a bunch of people sitting in a canoe. And it's like, and so they're like, appraiser ready, escrow ready, loan officer ready, underwriter ready, realtor ready, and then everybody goes, okay, close, and then everybody starts beating each other on the head with their oars. <laughs> with their oars. <laughs>
1: with the paddles. I can totally see that. Let's hope that's not what happens at Seafair this weekend.
2: <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Well,
1: speaking of uh, your bank and Seafair, though, mm-hmm. they do have a connection.
2: Absolutely. The U1. The yeah. Miss, the Miss Home Street. Yes. And, uh, which, uh, and it's actually the Miss Madison, Miss Madison, Wisconsin is the the original name of the boat. Okay. For years, it was the Old Boy Oberto. Yeah. And uh, this year, it's uh, you know there was a change there, and now it's the Miss Home Street. It's painted. So it's has for me associated to sausage. To Maybe we should put that Miss on the blog. Got some beautiful photos of it. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, big, bright bird's egg blue. So um, get out there. Just like most
1: of the shirts you wear, like the one you have on today.
2: I I know. What can I say? Do
1: you try and color coordinate with your bank?
2: No, I'm a spring. It it matches my eyes. <laughs> okay. So uh,
1: you're just not a spring chicken, <laughs> okay? That's right. <laughs> but neither am I. So there you go.
2: That's right. So yeah, go, go out there and watch watch the watch the races this weekend. Well, so, I'm
1: excited. So we did get our boat. Yeah. We finally got a boat, but the funny part is, my husband only just got to start driving back today because his. His truck broke right. down so, ten miles from the boatyard. <laughs> so
2: you couldn't just buy a boat locally. He had to find a boat. No, in- he got
1: a screaming deal yeah. from this place in Pennsylvania,
2: Erie, Pennsylvania.
1: Erie, Pennsylvania, and the thing is, we we like to joke because it's from um, RCR Yachts. Uh huh. So we got the smallest boat.
2: <laughs> But it is a On yacht. The lot. No, you can say but it's a yacht. from a yacht. There yes, so it's go. from a
1: yacht sales place. Well, fun. I don't even fun. know what you call them. You can tell because I'm like, it's from a yacht sales I think, place.
2: <laughs> I think Seattle. I think we're still one of the the top boat owning. You know. Oh, I'm sure we are because in, you can boat
1: year round so, here practically. Somebody
2: asked me once, "How many boats do you own?" And I'm like, mm, I had to kind of think about it for a minute. You know, if if I count, you know, little tin boats. Oh, and like row little dinghies and, and all that kind of you know, thing. All, all yeah, you're you're one that
1: leaks like a sieve. Yeah. Well,
2: what do you mean one? They
1: all do. No, <laughs> no. Oh, great. I got well, all now fixed. I'm glad we have our own, so we don't have to go on yours anymore. I got them all. I fixed. had to ask enough yeah. times to go on your boat that we finally just bought our
2: own. <laughs> there you. Hey, I've taken you out on my boat
1: twice <laughs> in 13 ta- ta- years. Taught you guys how to shrimp. <laughs> You did. You did. (laughs) And that will be very useful information as we go out on our own. (laughs) There you go.
2: That's right. We'll invite
1: you on our boat. Yeah. How's that?
2: Yeah. You'll have to do
1: less work, which I think you'll enjoy. I'm not sure.
2: mm, I don't know. I'll I'll go if I can drive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll let you
1: and uh, James I'll, duke I'll sh- it out I'll show for that you, one. I'll
2: show you my secret GPS spots for... for oh, uh, well, Crown he'll be all about other, letting you do that. Other, and, you know, I got, okay. I got the honey holes for salmon, there for Bit you name it. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, let's okay. look for that a honey hole in pricing, Speaking of. shall we? Yeah. Okay, so we talked about Ballard and the fact that right now, uh, the Ballard to Crown Hill to Greenwood, uh, you know, all in that area that's basically... West of I five, over to the water, and north of Ship Canal, yep. up to 145th. Price points are, are up there at 651.58 is the average sale price, but on Queen Anne, Queen Anne is uh, last year was at seven seventy seven, one hundred ninety seven uh, as their average sale price, and it has bumped up to eight hundred seven thousand two hundred forty five in a wow. year. Wow! And so, uh, wow the number of counts of units is down also and their average on market timeline is 21 days. So still less than a month.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Very, so, very tight. So Ballard year over mm-hmm. year is up $63,000. Mm-hmm. Queen Anne is up only about $30,000. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: I think part of that is one. You've got, um, fewer properties to deal with for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, here's a difference. Year to date sales. Um, in the 705 area, we call it in the M- MLS, is over 1,300 units, 1,313. It's only 573 in Queen uh, Anne.
2: So light. Yeah, yeah it's much. a much
1: smaller geographic area. Yep. And that area 700 actually even in- incorporates Magnolia? Magnolia. All right.
2: I yeah. Say, so yeah. it's
1: two basically hills that are there, right?
2: Yep.
1: Now, let's compare that because, I mean, we're all sitting here going, oof. Okay, yeah. I would no, expect Ballard, that to be high. Ballard,
2: Ballard, you say, oof, da.
1: Oh yeah, oofta, yes, uh, you got it. Um, but let's compare that to Bellevue.
2: Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm this I'm going to brace myself here.
1: Yeah, definitely brace yourself. Now, their average time on market has gone down from last year. It was 54 days last year, and it's down to 29. Sure. And uh, here's the fun part. Last year, it had an. Now, this is one specific area. So, area 520 does tend to be the most expensive area, but. One million four hundred eighty four thousand seven hundred fifty eight was their average in June of twenty fifteen. Okay. This year is one million seven hundred
2: thousand four hundred thirteen. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So pretty amazing, right? Wow. So so we're up um we're up about two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars in mm-hmm. Bellevue. In, yeah in one year. Mm-hmm. You know, 200, significant two hundred fifteen thousand would buy you a nice used Bentley. Just say, I'll, I'll if, trust you on that. I haven't <laughs> shopped for
1: them lately, but okay, I you know for that much I could have gotten a whole fleet of boats. There you, you know, go. I could yeah. have gotten you know for what yeah. we paid for that. Um, but we're going to give a contrast. Now we're going to look at where are some of those slightly more affordable areas because another hot market area is West Seattle. Sure. So area one hundred and forty. Uh, last year, days on market was 21 days. It's down to 19 pretty right close. now. So pretty, pretty, close. pretty close, about the same. Still a hot market there. And they had last year $488,038 was their average sale price in June. Okay. This year. It's gone to
2: 568825 Wow. Wow.
1: And again, this is combining houses and condos. So this is significant.
2: So almost $81,000 yeah. higher. So ding, ding, ding. West yeah. Seattle actually wins. It's well, cranking. Well, it's apart cranking. from Bellevue, of course, 200000 right. yeah. That's like uh, crazy talk, but
1: holy cow. Yeah, there's some big stuff going on. Now, Renton...
2: Go ahead. I was just going to say, with West Seattle, uh, I, I know that market you know, <laughs> pretty well and... Yeah. and is there any inventory coming on in West Seattle? Because there's been. Nothing. It's real
1: tight. It's yeah. super, super tight. Because a lot of, you know, like even on the condo side of things, there's not much because most of the stuff being built over there, even though you see cranes, it's mostly for rent.
2: Yeah, that's right. There's
1: nothing for sale. Yeah. So I want to get a couple more because we're almost done with the show today. Yeah. So Renton Highlands. Yep. So Renton has a couple of areas, but this is area 350. And market time last year was 41 days on market. This year. Time this year, June was 19 days. Wow,
2: really heated up. Yeah,
1: really heated up down there. Average sale price last year was four hundred sixteen thousand three hundred nine. Okay, and for this year, it's four eighty nine three seventy three. Wow, so another nice bump up. You know, Renton yeah. Renton's definitely starting to crank it up, and a lot more companies are moving down in that area, and some new development going on. We see uh, more developers putting their money there too. Um, to give you another comparison. Uh, in Kent, going a mm-hmm. little further south. They were at 37 days on market, down to 30. So they're starting to get into that one month range that we've been seeing in a lot of areas. And their average sale price last year was $305,513. Mm-hmm. And they're at 339697 right now. So if you're looking for more affordability, definitely the further out you go, in most cases, you're going to find it uh, I've got some numbers for Auburn and other areas as well. If people are interested and they want to know specific to their market area, I right. actually, I cover three counties so I, I can pull stats on anything. If people want to see this, send us a tweet at team Reba. Eric is my banker. Either way, mm-hmm. send us a Facebook post, you know, a message, any kind of thing that you want to do on our team Reba Facebook page, uh, or write me at info at teamreba.com. Sure. But we want to thank everyone for being with us today. Uh, Send us your questions.
2: Call us if you have questions or, or tweet us. Info at teamreba.com for our class September 17th.
0: See you next week. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro East Side on Facebook, or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Our house, in the
2: middle of a our streets.
0: Our house. Program sponsored by Team Reba of ReMax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.